Yo, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Classic Quest Podcast. This is the show where we talk about albums, the hip-hop variety, stuff like Spinner Benz's The Tornado Kid. We go through it track by track, giving thoughts and opinions on every single song. My name is Holden Stefan Roy, and like I said, we will be talking about Spinner Benz's The Tornado Kid Project and giving thoughts and opinions on every single song on this album. Um, that's kind of what we do over here. Uh, but my name is Holden Stefan Roy. I may not have said that. It is now 9.31 in the morning. I'm not usually doing these in the morning. But I had the day off because of the Easter holiday. And I'm like, we got some extra time. Let's do the Spinning Benz project. Because low-key, y'all may not know this, but I've been really waiting for this for a minute. Um, I like to start off these reviews kind of contextualizing my familiarity with the artist. Like, I'm aware. I- I'm aware that y'all may be looking at me like, why is this dude talking about Spinning Benz? I'm up in Montreal. I'm all the way up. I'm 34. I'm in a whole different sphere of life. But you got me with the Who I Smoke. The Who I Smoke taps into the Vanessa Carlton, you know. It hit me. hit my nostalgia. And it was just too late. And then the next premiere came. And uh, I think it was Alan Smoke Kendra or whatever. And then I started digging into the Spin Events catalog. And I was like, yo, I really like what Spin Events does. So, like half these premieres that have come on youtube in the last year i've been there i've been watching them when they go live i've been sharing them on my facebook and whatnot and i just really 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 enjoy the sounds um i saw a country drill song country gospel drill song job was watching the video and saw there's a project and um i figured we should do it um and then now we're here so by we it's me usually there's a we but the other one's got work I don't have work right now, so I figured I'd come do it. Um, with all that being said, uh, I like to also just make sure that we touch on the title, the cover, give a little bit of that so that you guys get some understanding of what's going on there, my thoughts on it. Also, fair use. I digress. I really like the cover. It's really fun. It just looks like some superhero shit. Like he's decked out in like a whole ass superhero. Can I make that bigger? Yeah, we'll do it like that. Whole ass like fucking superhero costume looking thing stuff blowing around makes me picture florida makes me picture that whole like energy of chaos and everything like that i really like it i really think this is a compelling cover and the outfits fly and he just kind of has a maniacal grin on his face he's a tornado kid causes destruction that's what we're gonna get with this that's the energy it's gonna be chaotic it's gonna be a whole vibe and I kind of like the way that, like, the title of the album introduces him like a fucking superhero. Like, everything about this is just exciting. Like, what are we going to get? Spin of Benz is just bigger than just, like, you know, a rapper or whatever. He a whole ass hero. It's it's like a whole vibe. And I really like it a lot. I have a lot more to say about it. Um, there's a whole bunch of tracks on the project. We are live on Twitch while I'm recording this, so you won't see me playing them on YouTube. Twitch.tv slash Behind That Suit if you do want to join the ride and watch them live. Typically, we do it Sundays at 12 p.m. Eastern. And on that note, let's get into the first track, Never Think That. That's the first one, Never Think That. Um, It just starts you off on a whole vibe. Like, I really like the melodic energy um, that just kind of comes through. I feel like it adds this whole somber emotion to the track where like we're not starting off the story in this super happy boisterous or even aggressive place it's more like pensive walking around lost in your head shit like just trying to reflect and lament on the consequences of everything like when it all goes down everybody disappeared don't nobody come around 
you know, like just that kind of energy of dealing with people. It feels like a lot of stuff has happened and <clears throat> it's definitely not the beginning of his career, but like, I'm not going to talk about the street shit. Like, that is what it is. Like, obviously I don't know a lot about the streets, but, and you know, when you, th- when I even talking about drill in the first place, I'm like, eh, I don't know what to say about all of that stuff. And I watched Trapalor Ross's fucking vulture shit, but really the music in this is insane to me. It's really about like, his flow is just so impeccably put together. The way he creates this versatility, he can switch between the singing and the erratic layering of rhythms, the way he comes in kind of early on his flow a lot, like the way he enunciates stuff with just the right level of, you know, I don't want to call it mumbling because I feel like Northerners just call Southern shit mumbling, even though it's not. Um, but like that whole like effect, just everything is just so balanced in such a way where it creates this aesthetic where... A lot of people will sound very similar to this and not hit me the way that Spin and Benz does because a lot of people do sound similar in the kind of genre. And it just, you know, his voice, his delivery, really, I find the energy of his tracks. Like, there's this strength in how he spits his shit mixed with this, like, you want to get up and boogie energy to it mixed with this, like, super sense of self-awareness and a complex array of emotions that come out. And I think a lot of this project is going to show us the various emotions that he goes through. And in this one, we get a lot of that lonely and the isolation and the questioning things. Or, like, I don't have anyone to call, but they all call me and shit. Like, you start to question stuff. Or you're like, kind of, who do you turn to? But everybody's turning to you. And it almost feels like he's going through the consequences of success coming from the environment that he comes from. And then you realize as you start to rise up in life through different channels and things that a lot of these emotions are super comparable no matter where you're at as long as you're trying to get on that grind and do it proper so i heard this one and it slapped the video is pretty well made overall i enjoy their videos i don't i'm not really i don't have a lot to say about videos usually but overall this song just starts out the project strong and as far as the bars go i can't be like it's the most like lyrical in the sense of the poetry is so profound it's the most like well written nah it's different it's like he's saying the right things that make me just go damn this dude be really going through it it's like so connecting in his poetry and i really like that i really like the fact that instead of trying to be overly superfluous he just taps into the right energies to slap you in the the way his voice hits the beat and the fact that he just says the right things to like convey that i don't know maybe that wasn't the best in training but i like the song a lot it's like a 4.5 to me it's a good start to the project not my favorite on the project but it's a really good start um let's move on to murder talk part three so my first thoughts on this is damn i'm still adjusting to the era of two minute songs like it's wild to me how short this song is but then i think about punk music and punk music's short slaps higher paced higher energy comes in does its thing beats the shit out of you and goes home i miss punk as fuck i really like it i think that's one of the reasons i find a lot of their music his music so appealing it's short it's concise it's it's got this energy of pure like flagrant disregard to what you think and it really just hits into the centers of me that always appealed to punk music. So this isn't even like I'm fucking with it. Like in the same way I would fuck with hip hop even. I'm fucking like this. Like it's punk music. You know, like that's what I really find appealing about this whole like Spin and Ben's vibe. Um, 
this is like a higher energy. Like we go from like, I guess the lamenting of actions and consequences. And then I guess after you think about shit, you get mad and then you come back with it. And it's like an interesting amount of braggadocio kind of, this is the part where, again, it's always been kind of weird. Like the murder side of it is just so disconnected from my life. Like I don't, I don't really know how to comment on it. I know it's an environment that's not mine, a world that's not mine. Everything about it that is not connected to me. Shit even goes on in my city. But like, again, it's just out of the realms of what I understand. In spite of that, it's hard. Like the way he's approaching it, the 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 way he blatantly says shit, or even the fact stuff like, "Oh, you kill people? Okay, cool. That don't impress me. Kill some more." Like that kind of energy is just like, damn, because that's the type of shit where, like, when you read the ruthlessness of the corporate baron tycoons and various people, it's the same energy. It's the same shit. It's just manifesting in a way that's different. So when I spot it, I'm like always gonna find that kind of stuff appealing. Or the way he flexes, like, y'all just be making videos, I made an album on my own, or it's just these different little things where it's like, he really out there just trying to prove who he is and to get his place in a world of haters and oppositions and shit. It's just like a big-ass verse, there's no chorus or anything, he just fucking gives the energy, dips out, and arguably it's pretty impressive right like because i feel like a lot of us older cats kind of undersell what the young ones be doing but just like a good like fucking proper come through the whole song feels like it's just plugged with hooks like there's just so many moments that you could find yourself latching onto a lyric and just spitting it back and i feel like that is what really differentiates between some of the more i'ma outright you with the most complex bar shit versus I'm going to write some shit that people want to say. <clears throat> I feel like Spinner Benz has really tapped into that. The video is just fun. He just be like mashing out and, you know, just when he's like pounding and shit. Like it's just got this energy that makes you want to turn up with Spinner Benz. Like if this guy ever comes to Montreal, I would go to the show. <laughs> you know, like that's that's like the energy he's on. Like I just want to see that live. It seems super fun. The beat's really good. It just makes me want to bounce around. Like this is more my speed of a track in general than the last one <clears throat> i'm less drawn to it but like i feel like in the first two tracks he's communicated i got you ladies and i got you dudes in the first two tracks and i think that's a really strong start to it i like this one more i give it a 4.75 like i really really could like i don't think you guys get it like i can't be that objective i hear spin of ben's music and it's like this shit's fire so i don't i don't know if i'm being objective i just really like spin of ben's shit Anyway, let's move on to the first non-video on this project, No More Parties on Sundays. So this is a really impressive song as far as like content goes, right? And even if you think about it, I feel like one of the things people struggle with a lot of projects, like when you especially 20 tracks, right? You see 20 tracks, you're like, eesh, I hope this is not going to be the same song 20 times, and it's not. We are on <clears throat> track three here, and in track three, it's like, yo, so track one, you know, lamenting on the situations and the vibes of the environment track two is i'd be better than other people but then track three is yo this battle of substance abuse and partying and how that impacts my life and the internal struggle of not wanting to party but then days go by and partying again and i'm like yo that's that's one of the most relatable fucking songs honestly like i think most people end up in a situation and it might not be so much partying like drugs it could be other things it could be shopping addictions but this is like really tapping into addictive centers of like 
like multiple angles especially when he's like and i don't need nobody telling me about me i kept a real dog everybody doubted me uh like that has like an interesting point like almost like there's a correlation between the way people talk and add pressure to your life and the way people maneuver around you and this desire to escape via substances because like it helps and and it's like you associate all of these habits with partying and whatnot but at the end of the day there are consequences to it and just you know three or four drinks in you know shit is not the same no more and it's just so interesting how he's both proclaiming how he doesn't want to party anymore and in the same fucking chorus is like but it's five o'clock somewhere just past me to styrofoam like this is like because like yo i don't know if you've ever tried to struggle with some shit where like yo you'll be like in the moment like this is the last time i'm ever gonna smoke a fucking joint I'm never, I'm going sober for a week after this shit. And then, like, the next day, you're like, yo, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, be past it. Like, that shit is just a hit. Like, on a, and it's really, to me, it has, like, a level of depth to it where if you are somebody out there struggling with shit, it's like, yo, there is that back and forth, and it's fucking honest. And I'll, I'm not saying it's like nobody's ever talked about this before, but usually, like, the I don't want to party anymore or whatever song doesn't come out with such a level of self-contradiction which taps into the center of that in battle that people go through when dealing with this shit meanwhile the song just sounds fire like the hook gets stuck in your head and he just rides that beat proper and like the way he's like pow pow and he like that beat like kind of flips into that and he's like one drink two drink and he just kind of like slaps into it and i really feel like he showcases his musicology and his ability to leverage his voice as like an instrument to like fit into the groove of the song in a really cool way that makes them dynamic and alive. So I super appreciated this one. It's like a 4.75 as well. It's really well made. And I would, you know, I'm really into this project so far. Three tracks in. So let's move on to why I did that. I like this one. It's so hard. He just comes in. I could picture myself moshing to this shit. Just like, yo, this is one of those songs where, like, I would be, like, sitting there minding my own business in a public location, like the office place. It would come up, and I couldn't help it. I'd be doing some shit like that at my desk, looking goofy, disrupting people around me because it just fucking comes in with that. makes me want to get up and boogie kind of energy. Like, just punk as fuck. I like it a lot. Um, This is back on that shit where, like, you know, questioning the credibility of others whilst professing, you know, without directly saying it a bit that he done did that. I really like the statute of limitations line. That's an interesting point, especially because there is a statute of limitations 10 years later where I live. I mean, I know it's not where you live, but where I live, there's absolutely a statute of limitations. And that actually has an impact on the hip hop because you just can't admit to shit ever in your bars which is fascinating. So I feel like Montreal like cannot actually create the same level of music of hardness and flagrant admitting to things with specific details as other places because we don't have a statute of limitations. So that's like, or we do or whatever. Crimes you're always able to get prosecuted for. It's like a debate because sometimes people wildly will go after somebody like 17 years later for some shit. So I always think that's an interesting difference between canadian and uh american street music is that that one detail changes so much in what people can actually say in their bars i digress i really like i think i might invest in the stocks with black and decker all i know is drill ho 
I mean, even I got a black and decker, but black and decker drill. Like he's really clever, and the way he like flips up his entire tonality is what really got me on spin events. Um, it's it's like he's got like two or three octaves that he really plays comfortably in. Like he can go up and down. Uh, he's comfortable with the various effects and the way he like flicks uh, his voice into that like kind of more leaned out style, just mid verse, just like flips the flow entirely and kind of gives you this whole new energy. Like he's featuring somebody else, but it's just himself. Maybe is he featuring? No, he's not featuring nobody. So it's just like him and he, he's able to, with his versatility, carry songs because he's just got like a lot of ways of coming about it. He's not really a one trick Charlie. Um, I'm really impressed with it. The overall vibe and energy are like the way he just goes, this sounds like some and just like leaves it hanging, you know, like I like that kind of aesthetic where it leaves a lot to your imagination too, but still convinces you this is exactly what the fuck it is. This shit slaps pretty hard. It's a 4.5. I really like the beat too. I agree. I liked his and how he says that shit. I like this beat here, gang. I really like. I really like the beat. It is what it is. Um. Anyway, let's move on to my little. It's another little short one. I feel like this one is interesting. Um. I might be wrong, but it feels like he's commenting on the young ones around him. I mean, from what I can tell, he's 24ish. He's around that age from when I googled. I might be off a little bit. It's Google. But so he's at the point, I guess, where he's starting to see, like, you know, the next one's coming in. And then people who would probably be listening to his music, too. Right. And so I feel like, again, like he's like super aware of like the consequences about the environment and like his place within it and all of this shit is what it kind of feels like. And I guess he sees a lot of people emulating shit that they don't understand. Or like whatever, like Malo rep the gang, gang, gang for life, but he don't wear no flag is is an interesting line to me, right? Because yo, like high key, like even people I know in my life rep gang, gang and shit, like they just like say it, you know, like they'll they'll really put that association on it. Like I try to be actually careful to not say that shit. Like I'll, I'll like maybe have my one little data gang goof I made up as like a little thing to like kind of point out that the way corporations act is really similar to gang activity because people kind of don't see how corporations really use street shit and vice versa like it almost seems like the tour got a synergy to them but like mafia was based on corporations like the italian shit so like there is a synergy <laughs> between the two of them um but like yeah man wildly i see people saying shit where i don't think they fully understand the consequences or like You'll see a lot of rappers and shit in, like, small-town Ontario who, like, maybe there's some tough shit there, but they're not, like, Montreal or other places where it's, like, more sincerely, like, different vibes. It's, like, different vibes where it's, like, people don't fully understand what they're saying sometimes all is, I guess, what I'm conveying with. So I kind of took that from this. And then I really thought the interesting part was Turn Up Murder Talk Part 3. And and I'm on genius, so if I'm quoting this wrong, it is what it is. But Turn Up Murder Talk Part 3 and, like, talk murder, talk when y'all sleep. And it's like, yo, I think back to, like, who I smoke, right? Like, the number of people that was, like, literally just naming the people in the song without really considering what was being said and people just listen to the music as music but don't necessarily care about the other side of it like and maybe there's some consequences to that in the way that things happen and i'm not saying it's right or wrong i'm saying there should be an onus a responsibility on the listener to like have that respect and appreciation for what they're putting on but that isn't 
critical thinking isn't really taught to people. It's highly a privilege in life. So this is where we're at. Um, I don't know. This was my tangent. This is how this works. I think about things with the song and I talk about it and I just rant a bit. Um, musically, uh, this one plays a repetition really well. It's not my favorite, but he does it really well in terms of how he can convey this almost sense of reaching out to a whole younger generation while simultaneously it feels like he's talking to a single person. And that's really cool. The melodies and stuff that he employs on his track, I I feel like it didn't grab me as much, but it's a style thing more than a talent thing. So I'm going to give it like a 4.25. It's still a really good song. And like when you're bumping it in the flow of the album, it flows really nice, but I just feel like I like other ones more on the project. Uh, let's move on to Stepped Up. Stepped On. Stepped On. So yeah, I'm noticing a trend on this album, right? And it's called the Tornado Kids. So I suppose when you think about tornadoes, you think about a vibrant inconsistency, spinning, round and roundness. So it feels like track one going to be like, you know, let's call it soft lamenting or some like not aggressive track. And then track two going to be aggressive and repeat that cycle, which I think is creates like a really alive feeling on this album. And because the songs are so short and the beats do change up a lot, you're kind of not, like, losing interest. Um, he does kind of go back to it. I feel like these songs are very comparable, but the other songs he brings in to splice it up are really different enough to really showcase the versatility and show a range of topics so that you don't, like, get caught with the monotony of it. But even then, within the more, let's say, aggressive songs, he keeps adding new shit to it like the whole second part here like the bishing like a choir swear to bishing like it's keisha like it's ashanti like it's mariah whitney houston i'm on 2x being that shit was like damn eh because like when when they say they sing to the like that like it's in reference to snitching and shit right like so people be singing with such level of skill and finesse that they may as well be the goats of singing like woof, woof, that's pretty fucking that slaps is all i'm trying to say um overall i enjoyed this one a lot it makes me again get back on my want to jump around and move shit um i don't know what to say about the who killed who part of it that's not my business but the way he says shit is hard the way that he has the conviction and again it's from this position of like don't do dumb shit for the clout like this stupid person finna die for some damn followers is like man like think about your actions before you proceed to do things and you got to imagine in a game of clout and shit people be wildly compromising the safety of others for clout again like I've read the white people news versions of some of this shit and I don't really think it's true to the extent that the news reports on it. But there'd be like wildly people who are just doing things, violent things for social media from what I understand. And that's a that's an interesting idea. Like I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that I've heard reports that people will be doing shit literally to post on the gram. And it's like wild to me to consider it like that. Anyway. I don't know, again, the truth of that, like, if I'm reading it in the news, already I have a high level of skepticism in terms of the intent of what that news piece is going to be. And then it just left me to, like, ponder shit. But, again, you read, you hear bars like this and you know about clout chasing and all that other shit. And it's like, there seems to be people that are trying to escape a life and people that want to perpetuate a life online. And, and I don't know. They're, they're different vibes. And I kind of, like... Like, I just want to see Spinner Benz win, you know? Get out of this shit. Get where he needs to be. 
I digress. This one slaps hard. It's a 4.5. The beat's really cool. It's just like, I really like it. It's like, again, he doesn't need hooks because the way he delivers practically the whole song could, like, any part of it could just end up being the hook to you. And you'll just start finding lines you want to sing along to and slam it. You know, it's pretty cool. Um, let's move on to Nothing Left for Me. And like I said, like, the last song was kind of aggressive. And this song flips into some pensive shit. And. This one, again, shows a whole different spectrum, too. I, you know what? It's kind of like these these songs are almost like this is why I'm mad. Like These are the things I really think about that don't have answers and shit. And this one was so creative in the way he's, like, describing, you know, why are you saying I don't have my time yet, et cetera, et cetera. But then he flips it to call to 911, crime stoppers, I'd like to report a crime. I'd like to report this red car, a young man with dreadlocks, like the one in the backseat had a big gun. They must be looking for the boys. Be down the street, they never listen. Up all night making noise for the life of drug dealing. You never know who be watching you on the low. And then you're like, oof, that is interesting, right? So he goes from the situation of like a typical don't be snitching situation to describing like this is what the phone calls are like, yo. Like people be wildly like watching. They see you cruising around. You don't know. And it's not necessarily strangers it's people who might know you got that gun behind that backseat you know there, there's people who might know things about you and yo it's wildly like that at work too it's wildly like that everywhere in your life you really have to maneuver in a way where people will look for any opportunity to clip you because if you give them one they will take it and even sometimes people will just interfere in your shit just because, you know, they like watch for it. They don't like what you're doing or whatever. But the idea of just somebody just like going out of their way to like call the cops on you and shit. And then to immediately move that into shit. Like I just gave you 2000 here. You need 3000 more for like the way people are now just showing up in your life to take things. And it's almost like, oh, if you don't give them the money, that phone call that was just described might happen, you know. Or the like, like shoddy, you drinking my shit, but you never helped me pour up. Like just, just an idea that people take from him all the time, and then to end it with like that I'm rich as fuck kind of proclamation. Like I don't need y'all. In spite of all these obstacles, I got there and I did the thing, and I'm really kind of like proud of myself, even though you know people just kind of take from you. If I give him everything, what I might have left for me. You know, it's a big statement. And I guess it's just something I personally relate to with some of the micro versions of my struggles because I'm not rich as fuck. Um, yo, Spinner Benz, you want to do an interview? No, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, actually, I did I did want to say that earlier, but I forgot. Um, but, like, for real, like, I'm not. But even in my micro versions of moving through the navigations of life, you encounter enough moments where you're like, yep, yep, I get it. I only imagine what my future going to be like. <laughs> I know where it's going, and it's going to be a lot of that shit. I don't know about the police part, but the taking the money and all that shit, yeah, that's what's going to happen. I digress. I don't want to get into some, like, morosely ranty shit, but it sounds really deep. And I think it's really showing, again, another side of dude that, like, makes this album just feel more complete and lets you know who Spinner Benz is beyond just a dude with a cool haircut walking around with choppers and shit. Um, I gave it a 4.75. It's really nice. Next one blew my mind, though. The first time I heard it, I wasn't sure about it. Now I really fucking like it. Let's talk about country gospel drill song. Yeah, this sounds pretty brilliant. Like, I mean, country's a lot to talk about a lot of shit that rap music's not a lot to talk about. So, like, 
the fact that like these bars just fit so well over a country thing i mean obviously he's more coming at it from the drill perspective with his bars but when you really listen to this and you think about how country people be wildly talking about hunting and shooting shit and all of the, the the shit country boys be doing like wildly guns be appropriate in the country even if white boys in the city don't like that shit because <clears throat> i'm a city boy we don't listen to fucking country up here like nobody does like that was always my biggest grievance in the comments when people criticize me like go talk about country like you know about country no b i don't know fuck all about country the country people would hate me just as much as other people might hate me um but with that i always find country and hip-hop seem to end up being allowed to talk about like they talk about very similar things but when country does it like it's okay for like the average middle class white person um so i think that juxtaposition is fucking ridiculous and the way he does the video and just tops into all this country culture shit and then pulls out the gun and you're like watching him with the rifles and shit and you're like damn eh? country dudes really be allowed to be doing this shit and nobody really says shit <laughs> and it's just hilarious and the monster truck that's an ill ride i really like this song and the way he just hits it <clears throat> it's pure hooks man like i'm in I like, I'm going to be going around being like, I said today, I feel like killing today. I said today, I feel like, I don't even know if I should be singing that shit. I never feel like killing. But like, erf, I can't even have a good to grab my chopper. Ah, it's too hot. Like, it's too, it's too good. It's just like, he's so aware of what he's doing. Like he did who I smoke. He knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. And the juxtaposition shit's hot. Like I had the pleasure <clears throat> of interviewing Rice Hendricks, like, two days ago and uh that dude be doing the juxtaposition shit too where like you know like soft ass r&b big ballad songs and like fucking rapping hard shit about robbing and killing on it so like i already like that shit in general but when i heard it because it's it's it just plays to expectations like why can't soft music be hard or why can't other things you know like it kind of breaks the box a bit so that kind of shit has excited me since lincoln park introduced me to new metal but like y'all here i don't know this song just is so fun and then the way he just ends it with like the this a country gospel drill song like he's just fucking with you in a sense like this is i'm not even sure if this is a troll song a meme song a sincere song or all three because it feels like it's all three at once like you're so like at first like it's the irony and the juxtaposition that's supposed to like get you in but then you're stuck because it's actually a good song and that makes this a five on five to me. Like, excellent. It's it's like an excellent track. I mean, at least as far as me being willing to throw this on. Like, I don't know. I don't know what he was going for in his heart and soul. I'm just left with my interpretations. But holy shit, this works because it has this giant ironic extra meta layer to it that attracts me heavy. Um. Anyway, let's talk about Dead Part 2. Yo, so right after that kind of more out there song, we go right back in with the hard hitting, pull you in. It's almost like we do something a little different. Let me remind you who I am. I'm still spinner bins, y'all. And I kind of think that's what the tornado kid feels like. And I like that shit. It's a real complex human being. And I and I and I appreciate that the music is showing that. As opposed to it just being like a one-dimensional artistry about being hard or about the success. It feels like this is the tornado kid like we're being introduced to a playable character in a video game and this is really well done for album making i mean 
I I do get the feeling by track 17, I might not have insightful fucking commentary already. I'm not as inclined to be like, yo, this is on that hard shit. I love the way they fucking come with the energy. What I thought was super interesting is at the beginning of the third verse, it because like Genius isn't telling me who's saying what, and they have similar voices. So like, I don't know who the fuck is where. Sorry about that, y'all. But like, they kind of sound like they're like rapping over each other's lines or there's like this conversational feel like there's like four or five separate vocal layers interlaced at certain parts of this track that i think is just so fuller and creates a different vibe but then it strips back into like this sparse you know singular track by like the end of the verse which makes it fucking doper in terms of an aesthetic i mean they're hard they're doing their thing i don't know the lines are pretty solid i do like the line where he's like i think my chopper do hair it cuts your dreads that was that was to me innovative it was a little humorous but again i don't feel that comfortable going on about the nature of the content in terms of a good bad whatever it's not like what can what can i say it sounds hard it's supposed to sound hard it does its job in that regard um but yeah basically this song kind of fucking slaps to me too it's again on that mosh pit punk shit proving that shit um i like it a lot sorry if it's not the most insightful commentary this time around but i would say it's a 4.5 it still does its thing and uh let's move on to the next one don't picture oh the beat's hard i didn't even say that the beat's hard like the beat is again partly what i think i think spinner benz's ability to pick the beats he does because that's a huge part of it. Like, people wildly act like, oh, the producer does all the work. Motherfucker, dude. Rappers still had to pick the beat. Like, there's still an element of taking that beat and writing that song and finding the right, like, series of beats to put in a row to make it dope. Like, from a curation point of view, I, I do believe Spinner Ben's got some ill beat-picking game. So, um, yeah, let's move on then to Don't Picture Me Rolling. I feel like, in the midst of all of these different like short hard-hitting songs like this one comes through again on that like pensive side it's a little more poppy in in like the vibe of just trying to again express some softer shit i don't want to call it soft because you know but like it is it's that emotional side it's that like yo pensive i gotta think through it and in my opinion the soft shit's pretty hard but i mean that's a whole other meta conversation i I digress i really love this really i could drop an album i ain't got a dissa that line like from the first time i heard it on my first listen because trust this isn't the first i didn't listen to it as many times as i wanted to usually i like to do more listens to a project before i review it i know it's been out for a minute life's busy it is what it is but that line hit me like wow it's like this level of yo instead of the life i've lived per se or the way that i've approached my career or everything it's like i don't even have to do that no more i could drop an album i could just go be the best like no one ever was and i everything i spit is facts the shit they spit is fiction they'll never see a mill they ain't living how i'm living and that part too is like I'm not in his lane of life, but, yo, people don't live like I live sometimes. And I feel like, yo, when you live a certain ethic, you achieve a certain level of evolution. Rich, success, it's all relative. People want what they want in life, and it's it's super relative. But once you have your own goals, you got to be living at 100, right? And a lot of people I've met don't live at 100. So it's it's like pipe dream shit. It's like everybody talking, but how many people really out there living at 100? And I'm terrible at living at 100. 
I'm so fucking bad at it. Like, I'm not fronting. Like, if I was good at living at 100, I would be rich. But I'm not. I'm learning. Still a work in progress. But when I hear that shit, it resonates with me. Overall, this track flows through. I like the more melodic side. I feel like it's more of an easy listening song. Like, you can just kind of coast to this. Like, if you're at the show, you're a little sweaty from just jumping around. You have a chance to catch your breath. But I like the fact that this is about his authenticity, his goals. Like, yo, everybody be living in a way I don't feel comfy with. I'm going to go out there. And I even like the line, clever young person. I could probably outright these three poets. Oh, my! know my words love to be spoken. That's actually ill. Because A, I was talking about how he's trying to write to be quoted, which is a fire thing to do. Like in music, you should be aiming to be quoted more than you should be aiming to be impressive is my opinion on where I stand at this phase of my life. And just the fact that he does that spoken word poetry kind of flip, that's that's cool. Like It's like to know in your soul, like, I could do that backpacker shit, but I'm doing this wavy shit instead because I know how to do this. I'm just trying to get to where I need to be. It feels like there's a bigger mission and purpose to his accomplishments. Like This is like an, a, a way to get to where he needs to be. But he also loves music, and you can hear it in the way he has that versatility. That's why I think Spinner Benz is super special. Plus, I didn't say it yet, but the haircut's pretty fly. All right, I'm giving this a 4.35. It's a little less my, like, I want to bump it every day kind of track, but I fucking appreciate it stills. And I really do believe this entire project is consistently, like, you can bump this shit from A to Z, but you also have to kind of be like me. I'm really fucks with this shit. If you don't fucks with this shit, though, still go through it. Cause like yo he be hitting you with random shit Like you can't tell me country gospel drill sound Sound like anything else on a project And you never know what you gonna be hit with next So let's bump the more stories Yo what's up y'all This one here Is cool because it's like hard In the sense of the content Still approaching some of the more Aggressive sides of things Within it but still on that Really soft tip of the melodic you know like i'm trying to show emotion there's like a stress to it like that's what it kind of feels like like it's like he stresses he, he absorbs this negative energy of the environment the anxieties that come with shit and then he snaps and it explodes into these aggression i gotta go kill and then it kind of sucks back into it and i think that's that's really interesting the way he's able to convey almost this like you're inside of his head more than you think you would be just because of the back and forth nature of the music and the way he says the various things he says. Um, um, it just kind of feels like another one content wise where he's trying to differentiate himself. He wants to not be around the fake folk. He wants to fully um, embrace, I guess, himself and the success that comes with it. And anybody that's not for him Anybody that's not into the energies that he's putting out into the world, it doesn't matter. He just It's like almost like I'm there for the dollar, but explaining what that means in a lot bigger of a way without specifically making it about money. So I feel like, in a sense, this track is almost like a little bit of a definition to the I'm in it for a dollar by adding that layer of extra context of why you would be there. Um, I don't know. People be vultures. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a lot to say about the specific bars in it. I just appreciate the way it sounds. I like the way he flows on it. And I like the fact that he's coming through with his truth. 
you know, and, and you feel the success and the frustration he has with other people. And, and the one thing I find wild about people who do well in life is how consistently it's the people around them that make the experience miserable. Like, we all seem to be forced to work with people that will ultimately brutus us. I don't know if that's an f- expression, but like stab us in some way or whatever. And it, it's almost like we're forced to do it. And because of that, we don't get to have the relationships with people who want us to win. And then by the time we win, there's so much stuff out there that gets perpetuated and it's complicated. But I find it crazy how everybody goes through it. And that's the wild part about it. So it's like, I don't know, it's a good song and it got me thinking about all that shit. So 4.4, it's like, again, you're going to notice on this side of Spin of Bands, I'm less going to go throw it on every day, but I still really, really enjoy listening to it. I digress. Karma 2X is next. It's got a vibe to it. Um, I like how he kind of has this like slow ass feel to his flow, really spaced out. And then he just like, turns it up a notch and just holds that down for like the end of this first verse when he's doing the like uh one in the head bitch ain't no click clack part uh that whole like the way he flips up his flaw there i thought was really just like yo that just caught me um overall we're back on that like aggressive side like we've gone through the pensive and it's like he snapped again and he's back out there and he's got the chopper and he's running around and he's doing his thing he's got this aggression to his voice and his fucking flow on these songs is really amazing like i feel like it's impacted me in terms of what i write and what i do because like he's got this crazy sense of timing that just fucks with my conventions of what i would ever do with stuff and i just think it's so cool like he just doesn't fucking care what you think and it might sound off the first time especially if you're like super into like new york city pockets and shit but the more i listened to it the more i liked it like a lot and i feel like i have moved my flow to the left if that that would make sense if you're like a fucking engineer or some shit but i'll move my flow to the left a little bit because of like the way that spinner benz does his shit so like it was just so hot to me and i really appreciate that shit um i also just like the fact that he's tenacious it's like he's coming through he's like i i really enjoyed bitch respect your karma you know what you did now you at war or whatever like there's this idea of an ethics and a rules to the game that i feel like he adheres to that it's not like he just has empty beef with people there's like reasons to everything that happens and i feel like overall when he says and it ends it with the tornado kid spinning you just kind of left with that like you're, you're deeper into the project now and it is like you've been just spinning and spinning around inside of his head as he gonna bounces between the different emotions this one's a 4.5 it slaps pretty hard Let's move on to 24 hours. You know, it is an interesting um, idea to consider what a dead man would think if they let them talk. And then we would get like a finality to the who did what sometimes rather than, I guess, the he said, she said. Like the way he starts off that verse, they say, spin up, pull the trigger. I know my lawyer says that ain't admissible in court when I go. They hope I fail jails as far as I go. So that's like an interesting set of bars. So like on trial for some murder shit um, is what it feels like. I didn't actually Google that. Um, but then it's like the fact that the the speculations of what uh, the alive people say um, are inadmissible in court. But imagine if in the context of court or 
if a dead person who was murdered was able to be brought back to life and they could tell you exactly what happened in that moment, how would that impact trials? How would that impact the system and shit? Like, that's such a big idea to me. Um, and then the idea that, like, even if you fail, it's like, no, nah, I'm going to jail. I'm not dying. You know, like, and even if I were to lose it all, I made it farther than most. You know, like, these are big words and ideas. Like, at this point, I have achieved so much that you can't really take this from me. So even if I die, what's the impact of it? And if I die, how far is it going to go? Um, this side, again, is on that pensive tip, which makes sense because we were just on the aggressive tip. And I think the fact that he can keep coming with these new ideas on this project and twists on the core subject matter of his life and just giving you the sense of, like, I guess the anxiety of testifying in court and the legal system and the way things play out, like, just little hints to it coming from what he's allowed to speak on. You know, it, it's fascinating shit. Um, I gave this a 4.5. It really, like, resonated with me and gave me a lot to, like, you know, let my philosophy side go off on while listening to him kind of vibe and prove again that he really is a versatile artist. Um, let's talk about track 14, Thousands Barbershop. I like this one, too. It's kind of back on that, like, you know, out there being himself thing. But it feels more like down to earth on his day to day shit. Like I gotta go do a bunch of shit. They're like, "Yo, get your haircut before you come to the shoot," and then people make fun of his haircut. So he's gotta remind them that he actually goes through and deals with shit. Like, "Yo, why are you guys all focused on this? I'm just trying to look fly." Like they told me to go look fly, so I went to go look fly. Like that's my job now, <laughs> you know. And it's like fair enough. Like I actually am transitioning into the understanding of the level of depth of what that means to have like. Um, you know, everything on point every time. It's not the simplest thing if it's not a habit, but it's super important. And, you know, he spent a thousand on his kicks. He put all this effort into this shit and people are going to goof on him for like a whatever, whatever. So he spent money and he proves it and he does all of the shit and he, you know, looks fly and he, he crushes it. And then the way that the song flips into, but you know what? Fuck all y'all haters. He's like, he, he wishes the man takes a bad perk. Like, overdose bitch i don't even care how you die it's not even about if i take you out it's just i want your life to no longer be living overall i really think this song slaps i like the way it evolves it transitions it feels like a good full track i think his flow hits it i mean i'm gonna probably say this on every single one so if you're this deep in i'm like man this guy ain't coming up with new shit i'm sorry spinner bends be fired the whole way through every song because yo here's my thoughts there's timestamps down below. So, like, you might just be clicking to this one song, and this might be the only song you saw. So, I got to give it, like, an effort, like, if that's the case, versus if you have watched the whole thing. So, it's what it is. Beats nice, flows up, keeps the versatility alive, but we are later on in the project. Harder to be insightful on that shit. 4.5 on 5. Let's go to Go Part 2. I mean, this one's fucking nice, too. Uh, we're at that part of the album it's just fucking proper but there's some good bars on this like i don't really give a fuck what they say i ain't a fucking child bitch i ain't finna play that's a cool bar like sometimes people think like life's a game because they be acting like children but like when you were growing up like you take shit serious and i feel like that's a that's one of the the weird things i face with people in my life is i take shit fucking serious like to a fault like people be like i don't laugh enough and smile enough and whatever but to me like life be serious there's so much shit happening and it's super hard to like flip out of that into like 
chill vibes but like i don't know it just made me think about that when i heard it i like the fact that it's like he's almost cognizant of the fact that the police are watching people are paying attention uh, and he talks too much and because he talks too much it kind of creates this situation for himself whatever he just rolls with it he has that energy but again it shows that level of imagine in your day-to-day where like yo you might get in trouble if you speak about what's happening and you have to always be cognizant of the fact that people like the cops be listening specifically to your shit because of the level of whatever is happening to you you're not the invisible guy no more and it's not so much you that you have to worry about it's other people and paying attention to how the people around you maneuver that creates a bit more of the conflict and that must create more stress and then he just goes into the more conventional validation of who he is and what he does i like the bitch you must got amnesia line that kind of hit hard um the chorus is nice i appreciate it the way it flows the way it breaks up the the song into you know it feels like when he throws the chorus in it feels more songy some of them feel more like like i said punk like a punk snippet of fucking energy and some of them have a more songy vibe to it and i think it's cool that again he's blending these two main styles throughout the project this one's like a 4.25 maybe it's because at this point i heard a lot of them that are similar and that like the novel ones are going to give higher grades at this point uh, but independently if this track came on it's fire so um let's move on to hellcat this one's nice it, it really feels like the poppest shit ever like you're just caught with this like yo this is like pop pop and how it sounds like super airy super like i could see people throwing this on in the shower doing dishes just like vibing around it's super easy listening um i don't have a lot to comment about the bars because i was just kind of like yeah this is nice this is like a fun song to listen to Anybody that says days of the week in it, I know this is going to be fucking corny, but like anybody that says days in the week in it, like Monday, to, I love that shit. I mean, it worked when the Black Eyed Peas did it. It worked when Rebecca Black did it. Y'all hate it, but the Black Eyed Peas went number one with that shit. So like, it is what it is. Because it just makes me happy to see that shit. Um, oh, I think it's a fun one. I think it's got like a cool beat and I think it. I think it's important when you're doing a project to showcase that um, you can do pop. Like, you need to have a couple of pop songs. I know a lot of people think it's weird, but, like, honestly, when I hear some shit that's just so indie as fuck, where it's, like, or all the same, it's, like, and then they're criticizing, especially when they criticize pop, but they can't even, like, do an ironic pop song. It's, like, at least do an ironic pop song. Like, prove you can write a pop song because it's harder. It's harder to write a pop song than it is to write some fucking bars, to be honest. Like, you can write a lot of bars easier than you can write some shit people want to sing, to be honest. So, two-seater, two I'm in the coop with it. Para, panoramic, sunroof, need nobody. I think the roof missing. That's some shit people want to say. I could watch Chris Chrome go ahead and say that shit, you know? Like, that's um, that's where I see it's at. Uh, I'm going to give this one a 4.25. It's a nice one. It's less my favorite, but it serves its function on the album as a proper pop track. Um, let's move on to Get Back Gang. Yo, got a lot of people wishing I was dead. Police wishing the same shit. Oof. When the cops were wishing you dead, that's like big, right? Like they can't deal with the problem that is you. So they'd be wishing that upon you. That's some serious shit. Um, 
I really appreciated this song too. I feel like its energy kind of lifted it up a bit for me, got me back into it. It's back on that hard shit. I appreciated the feature from WAP. I I like the fact that there's not a lot of features on this project, and it really shows how much she's able to hold it down. But it is kind of nice to have the like change it up and to get the people who can like compete with him. But one of the more interesting parts of this track to me was like. Uh, I don't diss no more. I don't condone that, right? Because, like, again, I kind of came in on, like, a diss track he was doing and watching him diss people like that and naming all kinds of shit. So, evidently, something changed, you know? And I guess it's, like, as you evolve, you realize maybe there's consequences to it or something. I don't know. I can only speculate. But he's, like, I don't want to rap with people who are kind of playing in that shit in that lane i just kind of want to move in a new direction that has me get into where i need to be it feels like this is like evolution or this like recognition of a desire to be something more than was previously there and i find that super appealing i also like the fact that when he says they shot up his car he had an eight daisy and own that like fuck who i don't care if you shot up my car it's not my car and that's a big fucking like I don't want to call it like a flex, but like it's kind of like a ha ha. What do you think? I care about that. Like that's that's hard to me. Like I enjoy that shit. Um, Wasp versus proper. I don't have a lot of commentary on it except that it's interesting how like you know they watch where people are at and like if they don't recognize people, like this idea of people spying on people like that, like the level of we watching. That's like fucking nifty to me. Like you have to pay such high level of attention in order to maneuver. Like, almost like a spy agency. Um, anyway, it's a good track. I liked it a lot. 4.5 on 5. Let's move on to the next one. Big Ass Chopper. Um, I'm going to be real with y'all. I have no idea if the size of a gun has any impact on some shit. But this whole song reminds me of Battle Rappers within my gun so big bars. However, it's super high energy the beats really good uh, i've heard this one more than the other ones and there is this phenomenon with music where the more you listen to shit the more you like it whether or not you believe that you can go google the sciences if you want so i really dig it i've heard this one more than most of the ones on this project and i'll fucks with it pretty heavy it's got a great like flow to it my favorite bar is honestly when he's like I got whatever big ass chopper. I look like one of the movie dudes, and I'm like, just or this AK-47. I look like one of the movie dudes. I'm just like, that's a great bar, right? Like, people be wildly like talking about comparisons that are just so out there and abstract. He's like, nah, be. I look like one of them guys in the movie with the big gun that's about to come at you know, like. But it's real life. Or, uh, welcome to orientation. I'm finna take you to chopper school pay attention i know firsthand i could teach you anything a chopper could do and it's just like i got the gun i know how to use it i understand the whole situation come by me or not or understand the consequences and overall it's just like a love song to his big ass chopper and a warning that he's well versed in using this chopper overall it's a good song and i really appreciate it and i really enjoyed it it's a 4.75 and I don't have much more to say about it. So I'm going to move on to I Need a Therapist. Yeah, this one's cool. I wasn't expecting him to come with the the singing in the second verse. The like superly duperly layered auto tune. Where I like it. This is not a criticism. It's just what it is. It's like thick auto tune melody. Where he belted out his heart and soul. And brought it in this direction. And it just kind of feels nice. Like... I feel like the idea of people draining you and 
having to be on your own in a sense to work on your shit and to focus on your grind and to move things forward is super relatable and important and i really like that whole verse and i really like the idea where it's like you kind of have to like focus on improvement and the idea of just having people doubt you and and not believe in you and be left in this place where you're you feel stuck in a sense where I don't know. I smell gun smoke. I see death in the air. I can't shake it. They say your dream right in front of you. Spin what the fuck you waiting for? Life. It doesn't slow down. It doesn't wait for us. This is some real shit. I understand like the feeling of both being in a position where everything just feels like it's in front of your face, but like you know, life's still there and it's hard and it's hard to move forward. Like there are days where you just might get crippled and you can't like do the basic shit you need to be doing. And I don't know. I really like this one because again, it's like more complex and then uh then just like the i'm gonna come through and fucking shoot you shit it's more like i'm a human that has like a real set of problems i'm trying to work through and i love the idea that he's saying hey siri i ain't got no one who i can say this to because i'm afraid to open up and tell these people and fuck the police and my phone's tapped and i don't even know if you understand me and who the fuck am i gonna talk to siri what's up and then fuck you i won't respond to that like you know that's what it'd be like you know like even the fucking ai bot can't answer you although there are ai bots now that will talk to you but i wouldn't trust them and they may snitch to the d to the government if you do use one of those ai bots you don't know what they're gonna do with your conversations i digress this sounds pretty cool it's a 4.5 it really hits in this whole other energy which i think is kind of important as you're going through an album is to be on the right energies with it and to let you know that you've gone through all of this and it's like i'm not really okay i don't even know who to talk to like that's an interesting place to be at this late in the album and there's one left and it's dead high smoking eight um this is really a short sweet fucking like end it letting you know that he's still spin a bench track like that's what i'm left with like letting you know he's still spin a bench he's still here um and he's still ready to come get you when there's some consequences or there's some problems. And there really is shit like spit snitching. And it's, it's again, it's related to people's ethics. It's not just like he's moving flagrantly with no reason or rhyme. It's like, nah, there are real consequences to shit he's seen in his life. And he has to deal with that shit. Um, but this is hard. It's got like a grimy underground, like fucking spooky almost feel to the way he does it. He's more on his growl voice and shit. And it's really, it's really interesting. Um, with that, I don't have a lot more to say except that it kind of ends it on this like note where he needs therapy and he's going to get you. Like it's an interesting place, you know, like, and it just kind of, I feel like gives you a sense of he's maybe struggling to deal with the successes of everything that's coming with his life and as much as things might look wonderful from the outside when you're in a worse position you just don't really know what the psychology of what people be dealing with is like um anyway i liked it a lot it's a 4.5 it's a good way to end this project and i guess that brings us to the the project as a whole um i really like this tornado kid album it's the type of shit where like Let's say I didn't want to shuffle, and I'm going to go on a bike ride somewhere. Bike riding is my biggest music thing, right? Because when people listen to music, it doesn't matter what you create. People listen to music in environments. So unless somebody is in an environment that synergizes with your sound, it doesn't matter, right? Like, it just doesn't. So, um, but yeah, basically, um, this project would be excellent on a bike ride. I mean, 
I don't know if parents would appreciate that shit, but I'd probably still bump it while I'm cycling around the city. They can deal with the little fucking 30 seconds of it. Um, it's it's like energy music to me a lot, and I like the way it kind of gets versatile. And even some of the songs where it might not have hit me right away, like, nah, they're really, like, they grow on you. And arguably, country gospel drill song is something special, and y'all should bump that, if nothing else, on this project even if you don't like it. And it doesn't sound like the rest of the album. It's not like a reflection of the album. It's just something special that I think is a really interesting accomplishment where people can do a lot of things, but can you do a Who I Smoke and a Country Gospel Drill song? That's that's nifty shit. You know, that's it's like a different levels, I'm trying to say. Um, so I liked it a lot, and I would recommend it to people that want to fuck with that more upbeat drill shit. Um, that, that's where I'm at with this review. I appreciate everybody that came through and watched it in the futures and shit. We did it live on Twitch, so if you want to come through and ever bump it, typically we do them Sundays, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard, twitch.tv slash behind that suit. And if you enjoyed this and want us to review a particular album, you can hit up the Patreon, patreon.com slash behind that suit. And if you see this and you know Spinner Benz and you can tell that dude to come do an interview with me, that would be fire. I would love to do that. You can peep my shit. My shit's aight. That's all I'm trying to say. And yeah, thank y'all for coming through. Appreciate everyone. And live long and prosper, everyone.